the dawn of civilization. Primitive, dangerous, exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs the most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Today we have with us the Cult Sounds, uh, three of the members of the band at least. How's it going guys? Welcome. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, so do you want to just run through quickly who we have here today for everyone? Uh, I'm Ben, I, I do vocals and lyrics. I'm Ryan, I play guitar. And I'm Jordan, I play guitar as well and whatever else we need in the studio. <laughs> but live, just guitar. <laughs> And you were saying just before we uh, came online that there's uh, a few more people joining the band at the moment. Yeah, so we've had a lot of lineup changes just because of over the years, uh, things change and people... Especially, especially with COVID. Though. Yeah, COVID and people have uh, walking away from music a little bit. So our, our longtime bassist left the band, but we have a new bassist named Chris and we have a new keyboard player named uh, Darren. So it's filling out a little bit better on uh, on that end and uh, we're excited to see where things go. Yeah, yeah. it was... Uh, when we're writing, it's really just the three of us. We want we want to change that and like have more of like a collaborative effort. Mm -hmm. But uh, since we're starting to play shows, like it's it's impossible to play what we write just the three of us. Yeah, sure. very much. So, so we we definitely need those uh, those key members. And our uh, show is starting to come back. Where you guys are? Slowly. Yeah. Our first show in fourteen months will be on May twenty eighth, the end of this month. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. You guys are in St. Louis. Correct. We are. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are lucky. I, I think I don't even know what's happening in California at the moment. That's where I am, by the way. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to get shows starting up again. I haven't heard anything, to be honest. You guys are still locked down, right? Pretty much. To some extent, like th some things are coming back, like uh, Disney Island's reopening at 33% capacity or something. <laughs> but um, I don't know anything about any concerts or festivals just yet. Yeah, I, I have. There's no indicator as to how it'll go when things start coming back. But I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah. We're just excited to be playing a show and playing new songs that yeah. we've been sitting on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. The live show, or going to see one, uh, will be in uh, May 9th. Oh, nice. Yeah, excited. Going to yeah. go see Afghan Hayes. I have a couple tickets lined up for shows in August, but even those like aren't guaranteed. That's like if everything goes exactly according to plan. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing is everything's going to take a fucking plan now. Like, you used to be able to just be like, oh, you want to go to a show? Let's go. Fuck it. You know? And now you're like, oh, man. We'll, we'll see how things are in yeah, four months. Yeah, it depends now. on if people get their vaccines and, you know, stay safe up, yeah. up until then. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mask it or casket. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit weird, isn't it? The whole, the, uh, I mean, it must be weird for you guys, I was going to say. Uh, releasing an album and not having like a tour lined up to promote it. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Not even. Yeah, we can't even play like a a, a thing like a big release show. Really we can't not, do it. Yeah, other than like online, there's there's no way to promote stuff in person. There's no way to support it. It's very weird. Yeah, so we're hoping for a for a good response when it comes out. But we really we want to hit the ground running as soon as it comes out and just play as much as possible. Yeah, just to get ears on it, you know. Yeah. And uh, for anyone listening, what's the official release date? Uh, it is May 14th. Is May it official? Oh, nice. 14th, yeah. Fantastic. And are you guys putting that out? Uh, is it independent or you threw a label with that one? 
It's, it is independent. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan mixed and mastered everything. We produced it ourselves and we're, we're putting it out. Um, releasing it through DistroKid, so it'll be on all streaming services. But yeah, it's all. Sweet. That's awesome. Very exciting. We're, we're, we've been sitting on it for so long. We did get turned down because we were too rock and roll, apparently, for the label, which was awesome. That's true, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Apparently, I guess too that's good. raw. And like, you guys' like, style is like. Yeah. A new age version of the cure, I feel like. Like it's <laughs> good. It's like real I don't know. Raw? raw isn't what I would consider you guys, you know. Yeah, apparently if you're a goth rock band, you can't rock, so we don't consider <laughs> we don't consider ourselves a goth rock band anymore. We just call ourselves a dark rock band. Yeah, yeah. it fits. It really fits. It's really good, man. It's Thanks. Awesome. I kind of feel like a lot of the uh like the gothic stuff that's been coming out lately is sort of Intertwined with shoegaze, it's more like music to stare at your feet from. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the opposite of what we were going for. We want people to we wanted we want it to be a big a big thing. A big know? production. We want, people to, yeah. we want people to jump around at our shows and get excited and not. We don't want you to stare at your shoes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was listening yeah. to a lot of your, like your singles today. Like, I like I feel like I don't know. It's, everything's really good, man. Like. Thank you. You guys, guys can pump out like a really lively show. Like I think it'd be really fun. I, yeah, we think it'll be really, really <laughs> lively when we finally get back out there yeah. after after yep. more than a year of not performing. There's so much pent up energy. Yeah, like, I plan on going nuts. Oh. Yeah, same here. And luckily, I mean, we, if around the area we're known for a very energetic and live like energetic live show and we play with a lot of like hardcore bands which like right there you've got people you know want yeah. to fist fight in the crowd so that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it... like i'm gonna swing my arms this way and if you get in my way it's your fault yeah exactly <laughs> cool. yeah we, we are definitely known for like our live show a little bit just because we we dress up we wear makeup we have like fog machines lights candles nice. stuff you know because we want to like have fun with it and put in like a little bit of a theatrical spin to the live show and give somebody to, who's in the audience who may have never heard of us or cared be, at first to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, want, I want to take notice of this. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, you got something to look at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just realized Brendan, you haven't actually heard the upcoming album. Um, I think it's only on, I think only I have access to that uh, download code that got sent through. Is, is that right? Yeah, I haven't heard it. The last, uh, so I like I listened to basically everything that's on their Bandcamp today or your Bandcamp, mm -hmm. I should oh, say. Yeah. Oh, nice. And um, um, I was, I probably listened to Rhiannon probably like thirty times today. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> My wife was like, I was like, check this out. I'm interviewing these guys, and usually, like, she doesn't really like a lot of the bands that we like you know normally listen to and get down with and this and that and she's just like oh my god and i'm like bonus points if you know who it is you know <laughs> like i like who the original was you know and she's like oh my god you know i'm like it was funny he's like fleetwood mac and she's like and she's, i'm like yep you got it you finally got it yeah let's go like you know um Awesome that's, that's, a, that's a big influence we've never gotten to do that one live and i would i would love to it's I would, dude i bet you people would uh you know I, i'd lose my shit be like yeah let's do this sing right along you know like very honest you guys have a lot of like really sing-alongable songs you know what i mean i oh. get totally get why you play with hardcore bands that's yeah and i think our, our music music has like a punk energy to it too 
So definitely yeah, it works. And, yeah. and there's no goth bands in St. Louis really. So it's like kind of we're playing with metal bands and we're playing with hardcore bands. Our own little niche and, and it's like well fit in with different with different groups. Yeah. We don't really turn down shows either. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. I was actually going to ask you about that. That was something I, was, I have to ask them. How many other goth bands are there in St. Louis, Missouri? No, there, there's, there's, there's well, maybe one other group that, that I'm aware of, but um, I think they've only, they've popped up like they've never during quarantine. Show. Yeah. So I, we've never seen them live, but, but yeah, we, we, we've pretty much been in it. And I don't even, who are you thinking of? Um, 20 percent. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. not even like a goth. They're like a, like an e-boyish like pop band that does like kind of uses the dark atmosphere thing yeah yeah it's, yeah it kind of it's very like tiktok friendly type of stuff I hate, okay. I hate people like nothing against that it's just not what we do so i don't know if, if it would work on a bill together but you know whatever. we sure understand yeah we sure yeah, understand that definitely they're, they're they're yeah vampires and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh gary roberts band they're like post punk. They sound like Sisters of Mercy with a little bit of seventies. They like definitely punk. got some goth influences. Yeah, though, yeah. Like Lou Reed and stuff. Right. And a little okay. bit of Yeah, Gary, Gary Robert and Community is a great one. We we played. I think our first show we played. Second show maybe we, second we show. played with them. And he's been around. He's he's in his sixties and he's still out there fucking rocking. Yeah, he's, he's he's been doing it since like goth was like a new thing. Yeah, yeah. He's they're from Cape Girardeau, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. They're Which is about forty minutes. 50 minutes south of us. No. Whoops. Sorry, that was my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, play it along, man. Go give us a little something. <laughs> you, um, you know what? It's funny. Um, the person who actually put me onto your music was Hyde Tethers from Carry On. He's a huge fan of you guys. Yeah, yeah he, he's a great dude. He, he's, he's championed us for a while. Yeah, man. ever since our first EP, ever since he got a hold of it. I don't know how he found it. Oh, he, I think he told me that he just found us like in the new like releases on Bandcamp. And he, ever since then, he's been sending it to like everybody he possibly can. Yeah, it's great. But so that's, yeah, he's he's been a huge champion of our music. And he, he shares the same philosophy as us to where it's like goth music can rock. You know, post-punk doesn't have to be the the jangly single note guitar lines and like synthy reverby stuff that's just trying to be Joy Division all the time. Like you can do because <laughs> like if you think about the original goth stuff, all of it was wildly different. Sure, yeah. yeah. All of Honestly, it, I, I think about goth music, I think like industrial goth. Well, that's an influence yeah, on us for sure. Influence, definitely. Nine Inch Nails and Depeche Mode and Ministry. Ramstein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that early ministry stuff was super gothy. Um, all the way up till, I want to say, was it the the Psalm album? Yeah. Um, then it started getting a bit heavier. But right up until there, it was, it was all pretty goth, pretty gothy. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I I would never call our stuff industrial, but there's flavors of industrial, absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call our stuff goth most of the time. I think that's, that's a good way to describe it. There's flavors of, of a lot of different things in in our music, but we try not to stick to one. I kind of feel like that, like like um, like anatomy of a car crash, like uh-huh. kinda, like hit that note, like what you guys are talking about a little bit, you know, like just something about it's it's good, man. It's catchy tune too. That's that's our most that's been a big fan favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's our show. We end our shows with that. Yeah, people love that song. Yeah, I can see it, dude. You should just close out a show with Rhiannon one night, and, you <laughs> and people just it, like orgasms that will be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all we want, just just calm. Get <laughs> <laughs> a mop the floor. Yeah, the mop the floor. 
Yeah, man, you should do that. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> At least if I could ever get to get out there and see you guys, you should do that. We, uh, you know what? It's a deal. If you ever come out or we're ever out there, we're playing that song for you. Fuck yeah. We, I think we've only played one of our covers live, and it was uh, Bela Lugosi's Dead. Yeah, we've played we played that one twice. We played Helena. We didn't really play that one. Oh yeah, we but did play Helena. Helena by uh, Michael Romance. Romance. When Michael Romance was supposed to come back, and we everybody was we so just did excited. it for fun. But yeah, the, of the songs that we've released, we've only done that one. I would love to do our Bowie cover though, for sure. That's um, I'm afraid of Americans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys picked some pretty cool covers, some very uh, diverse stuff. I guess it kind of shows your influences. You kind of take a lot of influence from all over the place. Yeah, I mean, well, we all listen to so much different music, and, like, we all grew up on a lot of different stuff. So, I mean, when we write a song, I mean, I, I can't speak for you guys, but I, I never think, like, what the style will be when we first start a song. It's always, like, the song is going to form itself somehow. Sure, yeah. yeah. I feel like when you're choosing a cover song, too, like, we could obviously – cover a song by the cure or depeche mode very easily but it's just more fun and more challenging i think to like mm-hmm. pick something a little out of left field yeah and add like a yeah like make it make it sound like us instead of yeah. finding a song that already does yeah 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 i think that's like i mean that makes a cover way more exciting than here's a band that sounds like you i'm going to play a song similar to mine mm-hmm. yeah um, that, that's what i yeah. do from other bands who do covers exactly yeah, yeah. Definitely. If you're gonna do a cover of it, why why do a sound alike? Like do something that. that makes- yeah, 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 dude. It's gotta be your own spin. Like, come on. Like, yeah, dude. Bravo There's um. For that, like for real. Thank you. There's a couple of uh, like extreme metal bands out there that do that do cover like really unusual stuff, and I always find those covers to be like so much fun. Like sometimes Behemoth does some pretty weird stuff like that, and same with Vader. They, they do some pretty unusual cover stuff, which. I don't know. I love it. I think it's a lot of fun because it's I like a completely it. new spin on the a classic song. Yeah, like they have used to put out covers all the time with yeah, their albums. They, they, did, they covered uh, a Seals and Crofts song. Yeah, and they did Cinnamon Girl by Neil Young. Yeah, just like crazy, nice. crazy out of left field. Yeah, and they did a Beatles medley on one album. So yeah, I mean, like if anything, we're taken after them. But or it's like, okay, let's pick a song that yeah. would never <laughs> be yeah. come out of us, but let's make it sound. Yeah, good. I remember like back in the day, uh, Earth Crisis did uh, Sunshine of Your Love. Uh, live and you're just like what <laughs> like what is this this is amazing Hug song and they're a straight edge band they're like the straight edge band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh question for you guys how did the band come to be how did you all meet each other um we met 2012 yeah like eight years ago i guess in, yeah, in we, college yeah we all went to the same school um ben and i were college roommates and then jordan was in the the film department at webster university and um he used ben for a lot of his movies and that's how the three of us kind of came to came together yeah we just started smoking weed in ryan's room and listening to doom metal so that's how we started our friendship (laughs) 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 and then we would just like stay up all night watching horror movies yeah and And talked for like years i mean years about you know, we should start a band, we should do this. And it, Jordan and I tried a million times and it never worked out. And then Ryan finally picked up a guitar and... Yeah, I didn't even play an instrument when I met these guys. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I've, I've been playing guitar since 2014, 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we, yeah, it just, it took a long time. But I mean, it's been three years now since we started this. And it was just, it was it was just a, a like a studio project originally, 
at a couple tracks and we and we recorded uh Bela Lugosi's Dead that cover that we put out for Halloween in 2018 and it was just going to be a one-off kind of thing like we were just like oh this will be fun and yeah the songs were just good enough that when we that when we kept listening to them we were like we should we should do this we should play these live we should actually finish these and like so I, it just kind of grew from there it was just it, it for once we weren't actually trying to start anything and it kind of grew organically so that was that's 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 I don't know. It's very cool. So the moral of the story is don't try to do anything. Don't try anything. Give up. Happen. <laughs> it's kind of cool that like you guys were friends for so long before the band started because that that probably sets a pretty good foundation. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We definitely like we don't we 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 kind of have an unspoken language where I mean we know we know each other's influences we know each other's like what 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 one person's gonna like or not like or kind of yeah. I, makes it a lot easier working together when we don't have to mm -hmm. explain ourselves all the time to each other. It kind of is just... I think that's why the songwriting process has been so seamless for the three of us, because it's just... I mean, sometimes we'll literally write a song from the back in maybe, like, a couple of hours, just because we're on the same wavelength so much. Yeah. Right. Like, with you have different influences, but there's a lot of core stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I guess the other moral of your story is you should definitely smoke weed in college with some guys who watch horror movies and uh, yeah. make some great music out of it. Amazing bands. <laughs> and then thank, like, thank Halloween and like, fuck yeah, Bella Lugosi. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I definitely did that in college, but no band came out of the situation. But that may be because I have no musical talent. That's why I write about music instead of playing it. <laughs> We're lucky. I'm <laughs> buddy of mine uh, in high school had a uh, skateboard and he uh, carved into the grip tape, you know, Bela Lugosi is dead on it. And, uh, <laughs> we figured, you know, the first goth song ever would be the perfect way to start off our, our band's career. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple, um, there's a fan-made music video on YouTube to that song. Yeah, some That's guy. really cool. Yeah, some guy in Greece, he took footage from Todd Brown, the 1931 Todd Browning Dracula film with, with Bela Lugosi and he cut together. Yeah video using footage from that and sent it to us one day and he's just like a, a fan from like athens greece I, we have like a pretty significant listenership in athens and i don't know why or <laughs> how music comes out of greece yeah. i have i have ah. their musical tastes yeah rotting christ is from there that's right oh yeah great band there's Damn. a good bands. isn't a thousand mods out of from there too i feel like yeah i think so yeah. They actually have, in the last, I don't know, decade or so, become like an absolute hub of like stoner doom stuff um, yeah. out of nowhere. There was yeah, them in Poland. Like... So we had a lot of like Athens, Greece bands on playlists that we, were, we had listened to in Ryan's dorm room. That's pretty awesome. Um, so I was going to ask, the, the new, your sound has definitely been changing um, for a little while now. I mean, everything you bring out kind of shifts a little bit in a different direction. Do you, is it sort of a natural progression or do you have a vision of where you want to go with the band or is it just something that kind of flows? It just kind of happens, I think. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like we were saying, there's influences from so many different places from, from all three of us. Um, I think it just kind of comes out in, in whatever we're doing at the time. We've got, we've got a, a, some new stuff that's like almost country and Western sounding. Uh, we, we, we were listening to a lot of the Eagles recently and like it just it just kind of happens organically I don't think we really set out to be like this is what we want this album to sound like or this song it just it's just whatever it is yeah I find something like weird with us is like we'll get into like spells where we'll write 
certain types of songs for like a period of time. If you would have asked us a year ago or a little more than a year ago about the album, we would have said, oh yeah, it's done. And it would have looked completely different because yeah. we yeah. ended up not scrapping, but moving songs around and like, like keeping some songs for a different release that just like kind of didn't work with the album, but we really loved. And yeah. I think the, the pandemic secretly was like awesome for this record because it gave us a lot of time to go back and refine and find some old songs that we maybe forgot about. Like the seventh seal, the third single, that was a lost song. None of us recalled ever working on it or starting it. Yeah. I read that actually. Yeah. We were talking. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's a good tune. You guys got to like have a, like a little B sides and rarities just called exits. <laughs> yeah, we're we're working already. We're working on a, a follow up to that album, and it's and it's mostly at the moment based off of songs that we just we just pulled off of the 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 earlier final quote unquote final version of of Death in the Star. That we're we're just gonna build from there, and we because we've got so many tracks. That's awesome. And that's uh, definitely one of the things that COVID, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of negatives from COVID, but I guess the plus side is just the amount of musical output that's happened in the last, I don't know, 14 months, 15 months. Oh um, my it's, God. it's insane. Yeah. Last year was like the bloom of like death metal, like, and like just sludge, you know, and now it's like moved on to like projects like this, you know, it's like, it's an amazing evolution. I mean, it's, it's terrible for live music. Obviously, it's really hurt bands yeah, in that way. But, but as far as actual releases go, I mean, bands have had more time than they've ever had, I guess, to work on putting stuff out. So normally they'd be touring um, and playing gigs and stuff. So they just had to focus on writing. So uh, I'm not sure if that's the same experience for you guys um, during COVID. probably has been. It's given us nothing but time to be creative and create. And Ben, what were you saying? Oh, no, I, I, was, I was just saying, I, I, don't, I don't think this album would be the same at all if, if we hadn't had that that time it, it would have been a totally different thing i don't think it would have been as good either no because somehow we've ended up with 11 songs that completely work together yeah yeah, yeah. and on the other on the, the other side of the same coin it's like there can almost be too much time where like you listen to a song over and over again and you start mm -hmm. to start, you start to second guess yourself <laughs> that's um, true that's that's very true maybe this should be a uh E flat instead of yeah. an E, or <laughs> I, I, I love, I, I really love. You start to micromanage your songs. Yeah, I love. Oh, it. that's the worst. But I'm, I'm like, I've, I've had to stop listening to it because even now that it's like, it's, it's definitely totally finished, and we've got a release date and everything. If I go back and listen to it too much, I'm like, that could, that could come down a little bit. Oh, that, yeah, no, dude. So <laughs> just, I'm ready to move on. Just have to pull the trigger and be like, all right, it is what it is. I'm sending it off right now. Shut the door behind yourself and yeah, start on the That's next gone. thing. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, you're going to have one of those um, tool situations where it was how long? Like 15, 17 years or something between albums? Yeah. <laughs> or it'll be like uh, the, the original Star Wars trilogy and we'll just keep going back and changing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this was the prequel to the sequel to the. We'll just, third. we'll just have, we'll have the special editions for the death of a star and then once we do a blu-ray release of it we'll change it again we'll just be adding weird yeah. sound effects yeah, out, of, animals out of nowhere shit. yeah and darth vader will say no at the end of return of the <laughs> like a siren in the middle of the song yeah it'll be <laughs> awful i love it <laughs>
I can do like the the Zack Snyder cut type thing where you just say, "This isn't actually what I meant to put out. This is what I'm going to put out now." God, I hope yeah. we never get compared to Zack Snyder. Oh, boy. <laughs> Have any of you guys watched that yet? Fuck no. no, I don't care to watch no. it. Give a shit. No, me either. I, I'm, I have no desire to watch it. I saw Batman vs. Superman, and that was enough. That was fucking stupid. So I just... Oh, I watched it too, and I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I'd rather just watch <laughs> like the smash action, you know, Marvel Universe stuff. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just don't what? care. Like, you know, it's like I see, like, I, I'm watching the movie Spend and the I'm like... 15 years watching superhero movies. Just give me something different. Yeah. I'm kind of... Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like, I don't give a fuck about superheroes. Like, they're like, oh, we <laughs> might have a new Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Because you should do, like, like, another, like, Sin City kind of thing. Or, I don't know, man. Like, Or just give me something fucking original. Yeah. Something that's actually... not based on anything. I actually thought that those like uh, Netflix series they put out were actually like a bit more original than some of the movies they were making. The ones with like Daredevil and um, Punisher and all that. They're a yeah, bit grittier and darker and they had a bit more soul to them. That was pretty good. Yeah, Daredevil was great. And then they can't it was do really it. good. The sci-fi show uh, Travelers right now. That's pretty fun. I've never seen that. It's on Netflix. Yeah, check it out. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, like sci-fi. Check it out. I actually just watched a really good superhero series um, completely separate of all those ones was from the maker of the walking dead and it was an animated series called invincible have you heard of that i've no. heard i've never seen it no. uh it's on amazon prime um and like my uh wife is super into anime and cartoons he's an artist and all that and he kept telling me to watch it i'm not like the biggest guy on like anime and stuff like that but i watched it and it was absolutely phenomenal it's like it's kind of loosely based on i guess the dc universe like some of the characters you can see where they got ideas from but it's insanely graphically violent. Um, and like not all the time, so it's not excessive, but when it happens, you're like, holy shit. There's a part when I was like, I stood up from my chair and I was like, I can't believe I just saw that in the cartoon. But yeah, no, <laughs> it's good. I recommend it. Um, so you guys were saying before that you listen to a lot of Eagles at the moment. What else have you got spending? What's on the playlist at the moment? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was say, what are your favorite bands? Oh, at the moment or of all time? Uh, you could do both. Yeah, man. That's tough. Um, Queens of the Stone Age is a really big one for me. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to them a lot lately, just these past couple days. Um, uh, Jordan just got an AFI tattoo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah AFI is nice. my favorite. Yeah, band. just look at Jordan's arm and you'll see all his. Yeah, AFI. That's true. Alkaline Trio, Every Time I Die. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, Every Time I Die. <laughs> um, I love that band. <laughs> They're fun, man. Do you see their live um, show they did? Oh, the yeah, not live show, but like over the uh, the little fundraiser thing they did. And that was yeah. pretty fun. That was hilarious, and I bought one of the shirts. I, I had to. <laughs> hey, what's up? Every time I drive. <laughs> <laughs> Alice uh, Cooper. Nice. Yeah, Alice David Cooper. Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie is one of my all-time favorites. Absolutely. Um, like I said, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, um, Fleetwood Mac. Been listening to yeah, man. You guys got to close that night out. I can't wait to do it. I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Al Green lately, too. He came out with a, a new song recently. and it's a... that he, Al Green? Yeah, yeah, I fucking love Al Green. He uh, did my wife's and I. Uh, that's like our song. Which one? Which one? Let's Stay Together. Yeah, that's oh, a great yeah. one. Yeah, man. That's like our tune. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of the album. I'm still in love with you. That's yes, such a that fucking is, great album. Like, yeah, top albums of all time. The way he covers, um, 
for the good times is incredible. The way he turns that like short, like three and a half minute somber country ballad into like a five and a half minute like sexy masterpiece. It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. He's he's always been my favorite soul singer. I love Stevie Wonder. I love Marvin Gaye and like Donny Hathaway and stuff. But Al Green's the fucking he's the man. Yeah, dude, he really is. And you gotta you, you gotta talk about uh, BT Band, Ryan. Yeah, oh you're, yeah, you guys ever? Air to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun band, man. I would love. To, I would. Love, I haven't seen them live, but I would love to see them live. I think. Oh, I've, I've seen them like five times. I'm gonna see them twice over the summer. <laughs> my buddy, uh, one of my best friends, like growing up middle school kid age uh lives in north carolina and he's always like bt bam let's go bt bam let's go i'm like oh my god fuck yeah but yeah oh. i live in connecticut so um it's a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah that's ryan's favorite band he gets a hard on for them so good like so hard. i mean yeah it's true <laughs> it's fun they're such a fun band man they're they awesome really are, dude. they're so talented they just throw it out of nowhere like uh yeah, yeah I, I think I've seen them live twice at festivals. Um, just because oh, I have a lot of a lot of friends that are super into them, and they were I'm not like I have nothing against them. I just I never got into them. Um, this is not my thing. But uh, a lot of my friends are super into them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not. I'm not... I love that album colors, man. That so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm the least metalhead out of out of the group, and like I I can get down. Colors is great. They're 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 a really fun band. Yeah, if you listen long enough, they'll they'll play something for at least like thirty seconds. Like yeah. in my life. Ryan's song that she likes by them, doesn't she? Didn't you say she like she was? Oh, like, Desert of Song. Yeah, yeah, like their acoustic, one acoustic yeah, country country esque song. They got songs for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> So do we, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Your, your mom loves uh, Relinquished a lot. Yeah, the last track yeah, on the record. Ryan's, Ryan's mom is a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> My parents don't like all of our music, but they really love Pale White Horses and they love Relinquished. The rest of it, they're like, oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Why do you have to sing about the devil so much? <laughs> <laughs> Everything okay at home, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> so that was um that was lately the you listen to we went through or was that all time we were going through just then um all time i mean like afi for sure um david bowie i can't man I can't. it's hard because i don't want to leave anybody out meatloaf meatloaf's fantastic i love meatloaf <laughs> anything jim simon's done the sandwich or the or the singer um, I prefer the same. The sandwich is all right. I don't like meatloaf the meat oh, very much. Good, I love a good meatloaf. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Tenacious D, the best band. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just made my wife watch that movie for the first time. She hadn't seen it. And she's like, this is so stupid. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. It is meant to be really dumb. Fucking great. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. Greatest of all time bands. Dark Throne. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Death. Morbid Angel. Stone Jesus. Stone Jesus. Stone Jesus. Nice. Uh, Hell yeah. Miles Davis, John Coltrane. List shit. Mm-hmm. Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, Patsy Cline. Yeah, Jordan's got a big... Lornette Coleman there. Nazareth. <laughs> Nazareth. <laughs> the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles. Like, the Beatles are like my, my religion. I mean, that's what, that's what I was raised what on. What era? Uh, dude, everything. Everything they ever wrote was, was phenomenal. I mean, I'll give you... Mm-hmm. The, 
first couple albums when it was all just covers and whatever but like at least help through abbey road i mean is is just i like the you know like like my guitar tenderly weeps like that era white album i have the white album on vinyl for my mom nice i'm a rubber she wrote her name all over it so i'm like great that's like like, well i didn't want anyone to take it you're like what my you don't know what you were doing back then I kind of think like that they definitely have one of the most diverse catalogs of any band ever. Like if you listen yeah. to everything they did, their sound just never stays the same ever. They yeah. invented the wheel. They created the wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moody Blues. Uh, yeah, the Moody Blues are awesome. Moody oh, fantastic. So Moody yeah, Blues I picked up- really played a, a big role in two of the songs on the new album, Relinquished and um, Pale White Horses. Yeah. Nice. It's awesome. I actually just picked up a Moody Blues vinyl for like six bucks the other day. Which one? It was, let me check one second. Uh, it was, I think it was the last really good quality album they put out. Um, Seven Sojourn. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I was really hoping I could pick up like Days of Future Past or um, In Search of a Last Chord or Question of Balance. Those three are my favorite. But Question of Balance. Yeah, Seven Sojourn is good too. Actually, uh, question of balance was th- was that the song that had like a lyric in it that you like kind of changed but like used in relinquished? No, no, no. That was from Manfred Mann. That was from Manfred Mann's Earth Band. It's oh. the final track off of um, Angel Station. Angel Station. And I don't. It's waiting for the rain, and it's it's a, it's 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 That's kind right. of it's it's very similar to the end of that song, but it was kind of a little tribute to that. Nice. I've been doing yeah, ELO lately. Oh, dude, yeah. fuck yes. yeah. ELO's so good. They're underrated. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I love ELO so much. Yeah. My dad got me into those guys, and like, I just I fucking love them. They're so good. Merciful Fate. Oh, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Um, Slayer. UFO. UFO, yeah. UFO is great. Yeah, some of the best guitar playing ever. Sepultura. Scorpions. Nice. Yeah. Scorpions. Scorpions. <laughs> Scorpions. Like seventy scorpions, like it's really had socks. I didn't know. Had some great rock and roll swagger back in the day. Yeah, they were great back then. What was that album um, of theirs that has the dude on the front? It's all in white. Uh, Blackout. Yeah, Blackout. Blackout. Yeah. Uh, that's a fantastic album. Yeah, that's a great one. And honestly, everything they did up until Love at First Sting is great. That's a great album. What are you yeah, I know. That, that, up through. Up through. It. Up th- oh, okay. I thought you said up until. It's okay. Yeah. That was like. Uh, 84, 85 or something, right? Yeah, after that, I, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've actually been uh, completely obsessed the last few weeks just with Jethro Tell. I've just been working my way back through their catalog again. It's been so long. You know, Jethro Tell was so good. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was about to say, uh, my dad, when I turned 18, brought me to see him live, and it was so fucking cool. You know, Jethro Tell, I own like all their albums on vinyl. And I really only like them when I'm high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm really that... to Jethro Tull a lot when I'm when I do an edible or sm- I smoke weed. But after that, I'm just like, eh, they're fine. <laughs> but like <laughs> for a while, and I was definitely high. <laughs> for a while in college, we did vinyl night where we would just like the three of us would get to together and like pick records out. And we would like drink red wine and <laughs> smoke weed because we thought we were really cool. And 
we had we still do the same thing yeah so for a while it was like that was like my time to where i was like i really need to get into more prog rock so i bought s records i bought a bunch of jethro tall kansas yeah uh, the kansas Kansas. have fucking masterpiece that whole album's great I saw them live uh, like two, three years ago, and it only cost like forty bucks or something stupid. I'm like, no yeah. way! They're like forty dollars to see Kansas. <laughs> yeah, I saw them years ago at this thing called Rib America, which it was is really weird that wow. they were playing that, but it was awesome. All those boomers have money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Greatest of all, oh, sorry, Zeppelin. Obviously, I think we said that, but yeah, for sure, and Led Zeppelin. Um, yep. Rolling Stones, I really love the Rolling Stones. Aerosmith. Oh, yes. Yeah. Aerosmith, when they were like swaggery yeah. and nasty. Here. Did you listen to Rocks? Yes. That's, that's the best. best. I have a bunch of their uh, albums from my mom, too, on vinyl. Dude, they were killer. Toys in the Attic I have on vinyl. That's a great album. Yeah, man. I got it. The two. She was like, oh, you know, I saw them live when they were just playing at a high school. I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Time to go to bed. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sixties <laughs> and seventies prog rock is some of the best music of all time. I mean, like classic. Yeah, man. He said prog rock. Yeah, he did. Oh, I thought he said hard rock. rock. Oh, yeah. oh no, sorry. I, it's a bit of a bad connection right now. You guys are kind of cutting out and think I might be as well. Um, can you hear me now? <laughs> the progressive rock band Kiss. <laughs> it's not a progressive rock album. That, that yeah, it's a awesome new uh, uh, band Stone Rebel check those guys out if you haven't I think you guys would all really dig them who? Stone Rebel Stone Rebel I don't think I know them yeah check them out I think you'd really enjoy okay honestly yeah but as we haven't talked a lot about goth bands (laughs) no (laughs) no I love Hypo Negative The Cure I think yeah I think where our sound kind of comes from is like it stems from like how we want to like be perceived in like a live setting like alice yeah. cooper like a huge influence on all three of us yeah just, we don't share a lot of common ground but like those that common ground that we do share is like bands like that like alice cooper and manson ramstein and tribulation tribulation like just like dark atmosphere stuff like that yeah you know? the thing yeah. is i like why anything like, to our sound but when we put it through the blender, it's usually dark. It's real dark. Yeah. It's just dark. <laughs> we got a lot of problems. <laughs> what, what's your uh, favorite horror movie besides, you know, obviously Bela Lugosi? Favorite oh, horror movie? Oh, oh that's shit. Gonna be one for Jordan. I would, uh, off the top of my head, I would say The Witch. Oh, that's awesome. Good one. Like, when it comes to horror, what? That was uh, the newer one, right? With uh, about yeah. the. Robert like yeah. that person that moved away out of town with his fa- or family and the goat oh. killed everybody. When it comes to horror, like it can either be like really serious and really well made, and I like that, or it can just be like the dumbest shit ever. Like, yeah, Evil Dead Two. I, I I find it really hard to to find a horror movie that's like genuinely scary. Uh huh. The Witch really did that well because it's just not like just pure t- for two hours. You just you're just waiting for yeah like, something you know something's gonna happen looking at the fucking tree line yeah like, mm-hmm. he paid such attention to detail that like you can't mm-hmm. help but like feel like you're actually there but what's happening is actually happening yeah. absolutely for but, serious horror yeah. horror is like 
really just dreadful, tense, brooding, slow atmospheric horror. But That's on the I other love. end of the spectrum, there is uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. <laughs> yeah. Which is a piece of just one of the campiest pieces of shit ever made it's amazing we actually we really like watching really shitty horror movies like that's yeah. one of our things we kind we loved horror. watching well kind of <laughs> watching uh <laughs> movie veronica oh my oh god. god that was so fucking bad i made i made a better movie than glenn danzig did <laughs> <laughs> there's a 15 minute scene of just a stripper dancing yeah he just like he just he just ran out of things to film and he was like all right let's just film these i, I got this strip club for the day let's film the strippers yeah. <laughs> girls dancing and see the thing is like i don't know if glenn danzig is self-aware no, nah, he's not. Seriously. Yeah, he, I, thinks that he thought it was really good. Like, I think he takes it because he takes himself so seriously. And I like, I love Glenn Danzig. I love me too. I love the Misfits and I love Danzig's solo career up until a point. But like, he takes himself so. <laughs> Danzig the man. Danzig the man. Got a lot because he takes himself too fucking seriously. So Danzig is a topic I can talk about for quite some time. Um, I'm a little bit obsessed with him in like a semi-ironic way. But um, uh, same here. Do you remember when his account got hacked, uh, like two years ago, three years ago? Yes, and he talked about like coming on himself and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like the the account hack was like the dumbest shit ever. They posted literally the dumbest shit they could think of. But the funniest part was his re his reaction to it was just like, it was like I will I will find you and I will kill you. Like you know who I am. Like, <laughs> like he was like so serious. He was like, I do not eat my own cum. <laughs> like no. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, he was actually like justifying it by going through and like countering everything they said. It's like obviously you don't eat your own cow. <laughs> like, we know you but, don't. But now I'm kind of wondering if he does. Yeah. <laughs> We're we know we know guy. It's funny there was a headline recently that was circulating that was like Glenn Danzig's girlfriend says he hates his, the memes about him, which is amazing to me. That's a sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, not too long ago, reading this article on the hard times about uh, how the kids lost their baseball in old old Glendig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he won't go back and get it because he's too scary in this <laughs> They don't want to buy a haunted pile of bricks that's in his property. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that story about the bricks in the yard and how he wouldn't clean them up. That's like that's such a crazy like that's that story is bizarre to where like Danzig just had like a pallet of bricks in his front yard yeah. months. Nobody saw him do anything with them. And people complained and he angry one day apparently he was outside angrily picking up like throwing away the bricks, like yelling about it. He's like, Here I am, I'm throwing away my fucking bricks. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gonna like start like a summer project, like yeah. he's gonna like build a box or something, and he just never got around to it. Glenn wanted to show a sensitive side and build a nice birdhouse. Yeah. He's like wanted to build a patio. garbage. <laughs> and uh, do you guys remember that website that used to be around called Fried Chicken and Metal? No, I don't. Uh, I don't remember. This that was like years ago. Um, I think it was like 2010, 11. It was like. The original Hard Times, way before the Hard Times existed. Nice. Um, and they had a whole article about Danzig, and it was all like uh, stats about him, like how much, what his power level was, and like how many hit points he had and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty it was funny. 
Yeah, it was like uh, Danzig is like a level six immortal. He has like a thousand hit points and one hundred HP. It was, it was so funny, man. I, I always pick Danzig in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he is one thirty-eight. He is he's one thirty-eight, but he is only five foot three. <laughs> and then there was that time he got knocked out by a fan at his own concert. Yeah, by the guy from uh, Northside Kings or whatever. Oh boy. I don't remember that at all. That's funny. That's because they were a shitty no-name hardcore band that no one cares about. Well, he like he like yeah. due to the fight. Didn't he? He was, yeah, like, he, he like was, like starting it and was like, oh, and the dude hit him and knocked him on his yeah, ass. Yeah, knocked a fifty-year-old <laughs> man over. I was like, what do you? Oh doing? Jesus! <laughs> we'll punch him. Uh, well, no, when it's like Chris Byron's fighting the dudes over a fucking cattle decapitation because they have bettered merch. <laughs> I I remember reading that story and I'm like, Chris Barnes is a fucking clown. Chris Barnes, man, that King Hit thing he did with Travis Ryan. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like uh... I'm I'm friends with Travis on Facebook, and I remember him posting about that, and it was so funny. You're like, are you serious? Like, is this serious? Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, this can't be real. I thought it was hard times. You know, what I mean? like, no, this is really happening. <laughs> Chris Barnes is just mad that Six Feet Under is one of the worst bands that's ever existed. That new album, man. And the vocals on that is just oh my god! I didn't bother. I checked it out just for, because I heard that he turned off the comments and all of the videos from it. Oh my! Yep. Yeah, he I did. stopped paying attention to them after they started doing ACDC covers that were literally oh. just ACDC, and then him doing death growls over Jeez. it. Ugh. Yeah, no, fuck this. Because that first Six Feet Under record is okay. It just sounds like watered down uh, <coughs> corpse. Yeah. But, we're talking yeah. about how stupid Chris Barnes is and how terrible oh, Six Feet Under is. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so you, don't like, oh. you don't like Cannibal Corpse either, so. I like a few of their songs. Their new album is pretty fucking tight. It is, actually. Got some fucking rippers on there, man. You know who released a good album, too, that I didn't expect was a Cattle Decapitation a couple of years ago? Which one? Monolith or the other one? The one, the most recent one. I can't, it's a long title. I oh, can't remember it. World Atlas? No. Yeah, something like, he's like, whole. That's that's the cover. He's like holding up the globe or something. Oh yeah, yeah. World Atlas, I think is the name something of it. Something like that. Yeah, that one's good. You guys like Cradle of Filth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, they get shit on a lot, but uh, they honestly have some decent music. I'm gonna say it. I'm not ashamed to say it. I like some Cradle of Filth songs. I, I really yeah, like Cradle, Cradle of Filth. Yeah. I, I, they get a bad rap, but and they're. I agree. They're middle. But they want to. They're one of those bands that like really help get people into music. You know what I mean? Like they're one of those bands that they're kind of accessible for people who want to find out what black metal is about but they can't handle straight you know, you're not going to show someone like Golgoroth straight away when you're trying to get them into black metal it's so over the yeah. top ridiculous that like it's easy to get into it kind of like, yeah like, it's like kind of melodic and catchy and fun yeah yeah and they're also like they have a gothic sensibility to it with melody and stuff like that which is cool yeah I, I they were kind of my gateway to black metal I guess now that I think about it yeah which, I mean, I really like black metal music. And Brian and I have some black metal music that we wrote that we haven't done anything with. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Have you guys heard of White Ward? Well, what was it, sorry? White Ward? White Ward, you guys ever heard of them? Not. Oh, uh, you, should, you should check them out. Cause, like, <laughs> They're so fucking good. Yeah. I'll, it's wild. A lot of, like, whenever I'm, like, stuck on a guitar part or something, I'll listen to them. And just, like, the simplicity and just, like, beauty of, like, what they're able to do. 
with their music is really great. It's really aggressive, melodic, um, black, metal. melodic black metal with Some a lot of atmosphere. Jazz. But then they have... Oh, I am following them. I was about to say, I think, I don't even want to say, like, out of Ukraine? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am following them. And then their last record, it was like film noir music. It was really fucking cool. Well, yeah, I, one of my favorite bands. Uh, Love Exchange and Failure. I have it in my wish list. Yeah. They're so good. I can't recommend them enough. Yeah, that, that's that, funny. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta pay a little more attention to them. I have it there. Them and Tribulation like got me really mm-hmm. back into black metal. Yeah, as far as black metal goes, like melody is like key for me. Like if it's just oh, like, for sure. yeah. Would you consider, you consider Tribulation black metal? Like God, yeah, black. it's like black, black and roll, black and roll. Slash, yeah. yeah, black and roll is really good too. It's a fun genre. It's like yeah. black. Goth rock. <laughs> now that's uh that's what I love about Satyricon, like the latest Satyricon stuff. I think this stuff is super catchy and fun and melodic. Like uh, I know that black metal is not meant to be fun, but it's fun. I yeah. like I like my black metal to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like like my black metal to be like kind of shoegazy, like spacey, like you know. I don't want it to sound honestly. I I know it's kind of weird, but I don't want it to sound like it came out of a tin can in a basement yeah. bathroom. <laughs> That's what turns me off to a lot of like old <laughs> those Norwegian bands. You like Dark Drone? Not really. <laughs> uh, see, I like Dark Drone. I don't think their production is unlistenable though. Like, if you go back to some of the other stuff, at that some of the other shit's unlistenable. And I yeah, check like, out uh, this like cover of uh, Reaper by Dark Throne. It will fucking blow your nuts off. <laughs> Do you like the uh, like pre FOAD Dark Throne or post FOAD when they got the punk stuff going on? Um, I like, I like Soulside Journey. That's a cool death metal record. But then mm-hmm. the Unholy Trinity is like the best. Um, Panzerfaust is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. What's the one after that? Total Death? I think so. That one's really good. After that, I don't care about anything they did until Tundra Leech. Okay. What's the name of that one? Tundra Leech or something like that? Arctic something? Uh, Arctic Tundra? Yeah, Arctic. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I said Tundra. Yeah, Arctic Thunder, the one from 2016. That one's cool. I like that one. That one's good. And Old Old Star, I actually really liked Old Star. I listened to it once. I need to revisit it. It's actually kind of doomy. Like, if you you just take it, like, don't think of it as, you know, because the thing with Dark Throne, you can't always think of them as being Dark Throne. They play around with their sound so much that it's like it kind of changes all the time. But Old Star, there's some really, like, fuzzy, groovy riffs in that one. I'll have to check that out because I never gave it much of a chance. I, I just have a hard time with some of the stuff. Like, I don't like their clean vocals at all. Right, like, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I absolutely hate that stuff. But like Circle of the Wagons and stuff, that was Man. that was not great. But listen to a song from it called, uh, I think it's Elf Man. Yeah, Elf Man. Check that one out. I think it's track four Danny? when you get a chance. <laughs> Danny Elfman? <laughs> uh, no, uh, ALP, like Elf, like uh, yeah. Elps. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Actually, weirdly enough, I think black metal played a part in like some of the new songs on the record, like melodically, like uh, our parts. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's interwoven within a lot of stuff I do because like a lot of black metal like guitar parts like they can be very simple but very. Yeah, there's there's a song near yeah. the that has a that has a very black metal like like blast yeah, section. Tremolo picking and blast beats yeah. for like ten seconds and then. Which is weird that we did Until that. Until like a really calm, like right after like a like an Eagles inspired, you know, yeah, ballad. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes sense. 
It makes sense in context, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wait, have you guys ever uh, checked out MSW or Hell? Hell, yes. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're really good. Stuff's uh, pretty abrasive. Yeah. It's yeah. But it's, like, check- it's also like so like, I don't know, it's layered, man. It's really good. That uh, Body Void album that came out last week is pretty abrasive, too. Oh, that's some Body- major sludge, though, you know? Like, it's, I don't consider it black metal, but yeah, dude. Like, no, 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 it's not black metal. It's like, it's like sludge, noise, oh, power violence. So I don't know. That album's intense. It's yeah. funny you mentioned uh, Body Void. Ryan and I, try, before the Cult Sounds, after, like, after Ben and I tried a bunch of bands, Ryan and I tried to start a death metal band called Alder, and... Mm-hmm. um. We were supposed to play with Body Void. Huh. So it's, I haven't heard that name in a while. I yeah, they just, dro- they just dropped a new album um, last week. Oh, I just put that off. Oh, it's so good. It's like... It's pretty it, good. It sounds like them. They're true to their sound. And they just like... It's a it's like crushing. Like, it will level your house if you have a right system. Like, <laughs> it's... It's... Yeah, man. You'll break a window in your car. Uh, the reverb is pretty intense. In yeah, the feedback. Man. It's so good. It's the tone. Yeah. But it, it, that's like a certain, you gotta like, it's also one of those like rainy Sunday bands. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that every single day. You know? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good though. It's so good. I think you'd slip into a pretty deep depression if you listen to that every day. <laughs> yeah. Same, go, same goes for White Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what's your take on stuff like, you know, like the Melvins and all that sort of stuff? Like, are you guys into that sort of music or not so much? Melvins are cool. I like the Melvins. Yeah, me not so much. I feel like these guys. I've never, I've never gotten so much into, into like that early or, or that, I guess that kind of later punk, early 90s punk scene. You like Red um, Cross though. I, I do like, I love Red Cross. Um, I love, I love grunge. I love Nirvana. Um, uh Soundgarden, you know, not Pearl Jam so much. Um, I like Allison Chains a lot. Yes, good uh, band. Cool. Did you hear that uh, album that came out last week uh, by that band called The Marigolds? No. Marigolds, no. I think it was The Marigolds. Give me one second. I'm going to double check that so I don't say it wrong. Um, so I was, I just caught up on like an entire week's worth of music yesterday. So <laughs> it's uh, it was a lot. <laughs> um, but it was produced by one of the dudes from the Melvins. Um, yeah, the Marigold. Sorry, no S on the end. M A R I G O L D. Um, that's if you like punk and like some of that like uh, grunge stuff from the nineties, you guys should check it out. It's pretty fun. Um, it's like a mix between grunge, sludge, and like punk stuff, but it's a very nineties feel to it. That, that sounds. I like that. Yeah, that okay. Sounds good. Sounds like something we would like. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I recommend it. It's through a, a label called Trepanation Recordings that we actually cover a lot of this stuff. They're cool guys. They put out a lot of interesting music. Are they fans? Um, <laughs> what's, that, what's that sorry are they looking for bands to sign because we got a record um, yeah you, honestly they, they cover a lot of different stuff you could try reaching out to them um, I, I, I can put you in touch with the owner if you uh, if you want that would yeah. be very cool <clears throat> I would yeah. suggest if you uh, for the Nirvana fan um, I'm sorry uh, Necrosis check out that band Necrosis Necrosis that yeah means- you're okay I think, I think you'll really uh, dig that the album's called Leap of Faith Okay. Um, really good. I think you'll dig that grunge style. <clears throat> the heaviness of Nirvana meets the minimal rock groove of Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. You, you'll, you'll love it. I think you'll oh, love it. 
<laughs> that's uh, those are two of Ben's those favorite are, things. Are, yeah, those are yeah. I'm in. Yeah, man. Um, Brendan, did you want to ask us a favorite question of yours that you always ask? Um, yeah, we got yeah. Uh, well, we've done a few of them just by talking, to be honest. But you have, got, uh, you have. Um, if you guys could open up for a uh, any band, you know, um, you know, you got your your 21 concert lined up. Who are you opening for? Shit. Um, honestly, Tribulation is one that we yeah. Throw around. Tribulation would be really fucking cool. I would love to play with them because I think it would really work well. Because we're not—I mean, we're not as heavy as them, but I think sonically and aesthetically, it would work incredibly well. Ghost, Ghost would be ghost. fun if they. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would actually be—I think—a lot of fun with Ghost. Yeah, you guys. Um, have you heard of Vexing Hex? Vexing—that sounds vaguely familiar. Or Spellbook. Yeah, they're, they're another band that I kind of think shares some of that sort of gothic and sonic aesthetic with you guys. They like it. They're similar to Ghost, but they're a smaller, much smaller uh, band. So, um, yeah, check them out too. You might like them as well. Vex and Hexing, you said? Uh, vexing Hex. Vexing Hex. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just said uh, Spellbook over James while he was speaking. Spellbook. <laughs> but yeah, you guys got to check out Spellbook too. Yeah. There's that I would love to play with. It's just, I, I'm just never sure who exactly fit with, you know, who, who, the audience of one band, you know, would really like us. I will say I would love to open for AFI, especially since Davey Havoc likes our band. That would be very cool. You love you. You have to bring it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's our, that is our claim to fame now. Davey Havoc likes our band, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, who uh, is like you know you guys have your core going on. Um, who would you like to like collaborate with if you could collaborate with anyone, alive or dead? Oh, but you've got an answer for this one. Uh, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Nice. I would I would love to write with him or have him do like a desert sessions. Yeah, with him. God, on the- nice. Um, who's like who's who's a producer that a Butch Vig would be amazing. Yeah, I would love to have him produce album bars. Um, who's like a musical collaboration that you guys would? would- I feel like sitting in a room with Dave Grohl would produce a lot of cool sure. music. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just like his, his vibe yeah. and his energy is just Yeah, you can't get in a room. It's very creative. Right cool. Uh Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, buddy. The best musical vocalist of all time, right? The best lyricist of all time. Over to him. <laughs> One of our uh writers absolutely loves Limp Biscuit and Fred Durst. <laughs> Like unironically, Nick. Um, oh, you Nick, got called out. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, no, he loves him. <laughs> he does. He does. So, he has the biscuit vinyls, which I didn't even know existed. Holy shit! What a waste of wax. <laughs> 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 uh, well, you know that's his uh, guilty pleasure. What would be your guys' guilty pleasure? I don't have any. None. No, I don't feel guilty about liking anything. I mean, like, I, I get made fun That's of. That's a good answer, man. I get yeah, good answer. Guys, like, yeah, like I Ryan don't... made fun of me for buying a, uh, a Madonna record once. Yeah. No, I, just, I don't. I yeah, we 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 tease each other, but I don't think I don't know. Anything that you're gonna listen to, I don't know. It's gonna influence you. I love uh, Carol King is one of my favorites. Pat, Jordan loves Patsy Cline. Like, I I think I don't think you should be. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of anything. Listen to. Yeah. Except Ted Nugent. 
that. There you go. That's fair. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, this is good. Yeah, but stranglehold fucking rips, man. Well, what's uh? I guess the better way to put it is, what is a band that people criticize you for liking that you don't care about? I mean, obviously you don't care if they criticize you. What's a band that people give you shit for? Oh, there's probably plenty of those. Better not be Fleetwood Mac. Red Hot Chili Peppers is a band. Yeah, that people don't like Red Hot Chili. I, yeah, I don't get that. <clears throat> Me neither, man. They've seen real good justice. I've seen them live, and that was one of the best live shows I've ever been to. They are so they have so much stage presence and like energy. I a, a couple of years ago, I sang in a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band, and it was some <laughs> of them. My- Stadium Arcadium, like, they have some great songs. I don't, it's kind of like a recent thing to hate them as well. Like, last 10 years or so, it just suddenly became cool to start hating the chili peppers. Yeah, they so, were like, cool as plug the magic. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's making fun of them. Fuck you. Yeah. It's like, well, Metallica are like popular to hate now, too. So, yeah. Yeah, they it's are. Bandwagon shit. And uh, it's like, there's another thing as well. It's like the whole stereotype that's emerged that Slayer fans are idiots and stuff. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, I like Slayer. I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> for me, uh, okay, Brendan, actually, I'll ask you, who do you like that people rip on you for? Uh, well, I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hate my music taste. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife rips on me for liking all the, anything that's got, like, you know, um, aggressive vocals at all ever yeah my girlfriend <laughs> my wife's not a fan of it either i was listening to the bongzilla album and i'm like listen to how groovy this is and there's like you know like there's not many vocals but the vocals that are there you know they she was just like i just want to kill myself right now i'm like no <laughs> come on i tried to be light like yeah i don't know like some music like really aggressive music like how would you have him sing like nothing else would sound right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm listening to uh, Morbid Angel, I don't want somebody to sing angelically. Yeah. Or <laughs> anyway. Or autopsy or something. It's got to be gross. You don't have Meatloaf singing over Morbid Angel music. I, I, I would listen to it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the contrary a dickhead who said, you know, this is pretty amazing actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not against that experiment if someone wants to put that together, like a mashup of some sort. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard the uh, the Christopher Lee metal album? I yes, just, I have. Hey, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he was like, how old? Like 83 or something, or 86, and he's writing about songs about Charlemagne, like bathing in the blood of pagans. Yeah. He, oh god. He won some award for like being the oldest, like oldest ever, like living creature to record on that album. <laughs> Still the blood of four thousand Saxon men. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep, yep. <laughs> or was a descendant of Charlemagne? No, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember reading that. <laughs> well, there you go. That he's the coolest fucking person that's ever existed. <laughs> He was. That guy was absolutely awesome. Like, imagine being that old and be like, I'm going to release a metal album. Yeah, he was a metal artist. He was Saruman. He was, he was Dracula. He was Dracula, and he was Scaramanga in the, the Man with the Golden Gun. That guy's yeah. the coolest guy that's ever existed. <laughs> yeah. On his bucket list right up until the time he died. Yeah, he's like, metal album. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, shit, I never released my metal album. It's one of those things where it's like, you'll ne- you will never be as cool as Christopher Lee. Yeah, no. no I don't, don't even try. I'm not even going to try doing anything anymore. No, man. You just got to do you, and that's it. 
We're deleting all our tracks as we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, I guess uh, for me, it's like the bands I get ripped on. Um, the main band people give me shit for liking is, uh, do you know that South African hip hop group, The Outward? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. They're great. Yeah, I love them, like, a lot. I, uh, I'm actually originally from South Africa, so I actually understand the Afrikaans lyrics uh, to the song, so it makes me like it that much more. And, like, I've seen them live, and that was one of the most enjoyable, like, high-energy live shows I've ever seen. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Have you seen Chappie? I have. I love that movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the, uh, the sequel to it, though. Isn't there a sequel? To Chappie? I don't think so. I don't I think so. I think you're doing Chappie. Chappie's the one with the robot. With the robot, yeah, like, and it's got um, what's it Dev, like Dev, Dev sequel, Patel? It's yeah. like a quasi sequel, maybe a prequel. If there is, I haven't seen it. I'm just keen to watch it to I, check it out. I think I've heard about it, and I feel like it's been on my list. Elysium, maybe. Well, there was, there was a trilogy no. of movies. There was maybe um, this, it is Elysium. That's that dude who made them, he made uh, District Nine. There's a sequel to District Nine coming out. Maybe and then that's there was, what I'm thinking of. And I'm that's like, not out yet, maybe. though. That's, that's coming out still. And then there was Elysium and then Chappie. I think he's just done the three. Uh, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. He was talking about doing an Alien movie, but I don't think it's happening. Well, there's an Alien, uh, there's an alien series coming. Did you hear that? Oh. Yeah, I, that, I hope that's good. Cause I, I really hope so, like too. The, based off the Giger stuff? Yeah, based off like the original. It had nothing to do with like Prometheus or Alien Covenant, which both are not nice. good. I, I've been trying to. Um, it was on a network I don't have. I want to see it. Um, these like kids are raised by robots. Oh, shit. oh, oh. Um, I told you to watch that. I watched that. Uh, what's it called? Something wolves. Uh, raised by wolves. Oh, raised by wolves. Yeah, I want to see it, but I don't have that network, and I'm just like. It's uh. It's by Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's um, good. It's good. It's it's fantastic sci-fi, but it gets pretty but, weird. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Ridley Scott made that? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, did. Dude, I want to watch it so bad and I haven't seen it. I'll send you my video login. <laughs> Dude, I'll give you my Netflix. You need something? <laughs> I got Hulu. What do you need? <laughs> Let's trade. I mean, like, there's, there's a few, like, uh, TV series based on movies that have done all right. Like, uh, did you guys watch the Exorcist series? Yes. It was actually I actually thought that was good. Really good. I was going to pick that up. I haven't done it yet. It's very good. It's very enjoyable, actually. Yeah, I was really... I was nervous when I saw they were making the series, and I was like, oh, man, they're going to ruin it. But it was actually way better than I expected. That's how I felt about Hannibal. Hannibal was really good. The the Hannibal series? Hannibal Hannibal series, yeah. Yeah, I I, I feel like the last season, they kind of lost, like, vision of what they were doing. It was was good. I loved the last season. (laughs) Did you? It was good. I think it was really good. I like the whole series, but I just... They could have stretched it into, like, that season, maybe stretch it into another half a season. Wasn't it based on the books, though? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's Red Dragon, so it was like, yeah. It was really good, dude. No, I thought that they they cast it really well. Like, um, is his name Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. Um, He was fantastic as Hannibal Lecter. He was almost just as good as Anthony Hopkins. Really? Yeah, oh, it, it was, was just brilliant. brilliant. It was just different, but it was very good. It was so funny. Right that. after that, um, I listened to uh, the book on tape, uh, or I call it book on tape, but it's the uh, um, 
Livy series or whatever, like, you know, you get a library card. I listened to a Hannibal Rising right after that, and it was just so good. Is it good? I, I didn't like the movie. I, I didn't watch the movie. I listened, I just listened to the book. I, I haven't, yeah, man. Uh, it was yeah. good. I listened to the book. Bang. It was really good. I would hope it's better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, I actually Isn't didn't watch always, the movie. I feel like it. Oh, it's always better than the book. You just have to have, like, an imagination and be able to, like, paint pictures and have, like, a you know, an attention span. Hmm. Oh, I agree. I mean, yeah. Every <laughs> uh, the only thing that I will say is better than the book is actually Lord of the Rings. Ooh. I have mixed feelings about that because I love both. I mean, I, I love both for different reasons. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say you're from New Zealand. You are a Hobbit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Only on my mom's side. Um, but uh, no, the uh, with the how the book is paced. The book is very slow paced. Um, yeah. And I mean, the movies did a very good job of adapting the books, in my opinion. I thought they did a fantastic job. Um, there is some really cool stuff in the books, I guess, left out, but you just you have to. The movies are already so long. There's no way that they could have included yeah. all of it. My mom yeah. read those books to me when I was a kid. Have them coming back to the the Shire, and Saruman is there with an army, and he's like now like an old man or whatever, and you can't just add that shit and, like, all the hobbits get together and fight. Like, nobody wants that at the end of Return of the King. <laughs> no. No, it's not needed. And, like, there's some super annoying characters in the book. Like, what's his name? Uh, Tom? Tom Bobby. Um, Tom Bobby. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That guy. Like, why is this even in here? <laughs> yeah. It's a cheeky character. That whole, that whole scene when they go to his house with him and his wife, I'm like, this entire chapter could have been left out of this book and nothing would have changed yep. <laughs> <laughs> we might be offending some uh <laughs> some of our listeners who are a bit like we, we do have some talking fanatics so i apologize if i've upset you or hurt your feelings you're pissing Tolkien's, uh, amazing oh man that band uh, you're off christopher lee yeah, yeah exactly right he's gonna haunt you <laughs> Yeah, he's going to come back with the ghost of Charlemagne. <laughs> um, Brendan, was that? Uh, did you have any other ones you wanted to cover, or was that the uh, the last one of those uh, questions? You asked? Um, no, man, we we did it. I think we did it. We did it. We did it, you guys. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Do you guys have any questions for us? Yes, actually. Um, James, you you heard the record, right? Yeah, loved it. I'm kind of curious, like what your thoughts were. Like, what did you have any standouts? Like, what 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 was? Yeah, um, give me one second because I can't. For some reason, Bandcamp won't let me bring it up on my um, computer. So let me see if I can get up on my phone without ending the recording. Give me one second. If we drop out, that is why. Uh, He's just gonna hang up so he doesn't have to tell us his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There we go. If it's okay. Like um, it's amazing. Yeah, track, uh, track three, Ritual Scars. Um, I really like that one. Um, and I think, what was the single called that you guys brought out already? Uh, there are three of them. Uh, what, 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 which ones were the singles? What gets done in the night? Pale white horses and Seven Seal. Okay, Thirteen Seven Candles. Was, Thirteen Candles is the other one I really liked. That wasn't the single. Um, yeah. I thought that one was fantastic. Actually, honestly, the whole thing was. Was fantastic. And Pale White Horses, I mean, I like, that was the first song I heard of you guys. Um, that was what uh, Hyde sent me. Yeah. That's a fantastic track. Um, yeah, I mean, other than the, the singles, my two standouts are probably Ritual Scars and 13 Candles. 
Right on. Yeah, those are those are two of our favorites, definitely. Yeah. I love those. Um, yeah, Brendan, I'm, I'm going to give you the file copies of these because you need to check this album out. Yeah, no, I definitely. I, well, I've heard Seven Seal, and I like that, and I can just imagine that the rest of it's fucking stellar. So, oh, so it's all very different. It's all pretty different, man. Like they, uh, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of different stuff on the album, which is why I liked it so much. But I feel like I will. Like, uh, albums, or at least like the the music that I've heard, is like one of those. That, like you know, you guys are like something that you're banging out like in the spring, summertime with your music, like windows down, driving somewhere. You got friends over and parties. Like, it's just fucking, it's nice. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm going to um, get a review out for you guys in the next, like, week or two. So I'll tell you a bit more in detail what I think um, in that. Cool. Sounds great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having us on here. This was, this was oh, fun. no worries. Um, so just before you go, um, the last thing I was asked is, is there anything that you want to say to whoever's listening, like, about what's coming out or projects, albums, uh, where to check you out, any of that stuff? Just, do you need any band members just 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 keep following us just keep listening we 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 have more stuff all the time we're constantly working we'll we'll have this album out may 14th um hopefully it won't be too long before the new new stuff comes out too yeah yeah, yeah we've already, got new, new stuff in the works you know, already we're, we're trying to we're starting to book show hopefully we'll be we'll be able to see you soon. Yeah, we're, we're, we're excited anyone who so has listened to us before or is planning on checking us out just thank you so much yeah yeah, yeah and please too. share it with fucking everybody we want to be able to come and play wherever you are we yeah. want to just play everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah i don't care we'll play with our a crust band <laughs> we'll in a michael mcdonald in a basement <laughs> I, would, <that's, laughs> I fucking love michael, michael mcdonald basement show Let's play with the Doobie Brothers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, it's been absolutely awesome chatting to you guys. And uh, when you guys have some new albums coming out in the future, hit us up and we'll probably get you on again. Um, talk about the new stuff. Definitely. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. And uh, for everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And uh, listen next time for another interview. Thanks. <laughs>